Good morning and welcome to WSAU Feedback. I'm Meg Ellison. Thanks for joining me this morning. Kind of glum outside, isn't it? Is it going to change? No, we've got all these winter weather warnings. It's, uh, oh, excuse me. I don't want to freak you out. That's what the government does. Winter weather advisories and watches. So just keep an ear on WSAU and we'll keep you up to date on all the weather. I am joined this morning on the phone by State Director of Americans for Prosperity, Eric Bott. Good morning, Eric. How are you? I am well. Good morning, Meg. Well, and you are in the belly of the beast, aren't you? Madison, Wisconsin. You yes, bet. Yes. Well, my um, my condolences. No, I'm just kidding. It's a it's a necessary evil for the good guys. We we have to have some good guys down there fighting the good fight. And I appreciate all that you're doing on behalf of freedom for all of us here in Wisconsin and beyond. Thank you, Meg. And it is a, it's an exciting time with the new legislative session. And we have, of course, huge Republican majorities in the state legislature and rather progressive Tony Evers in the governor's mansion. And so the big question in Madison the last few weeks has been, you know, what's going to happen? Are Republicans going to be bold? Are they going to push for reforms? Are they going to be tough negotiators with Governor Evers? Or are they going to throw in the towel and just say, yeah, Evers is the governor. What can we do? And we got a good signal last week from Senate Majority uh, Leader Devin Lemahieu and Representative Rob Brooks, who introduced a very ambitious and bold tax reform package. Well, I'm glad, and uh, I'm interested in hearing about it because because I haven't had it explained to me in layman's terms. So if you can dumb it down for me and maybe a couple of our listeners, we have intelligent listeners, but let's talk about the flat tax proposal for Wisconsin and what it will mean to concerned taxpayers throughout our state? Well, it's it's good news for everybody. Uh, as you said, uh, Senate Majority Leader Devin Lemmy, he has introduced a flat tax proposal, uh, and that means everyone gets a tax cut. It will, it will lower everyone's tax burden in the state, which is terrific. Um, but what that means is that it's just going to be a simple, low, single rate for all taxpayers. It simplifies our taxes significantly. And that compares to what Wisconsin currently has. We currently have what's called a progressive tax, which means there are multiple tax brackets. And basically, the more money you earn at a certain point, you're going to pay higher taxes. Let me hear saying, let's throw that out. That's anti-competitive. It's anti-growth. It's holding our state back. And let's adopt something that's, that a lot of states are moving towards. Uh, there's you know, 14, 15 states right now that have adopted a flat tax or are moving forward, forward with uh, a plan to do so. And that, as I said, it's just a very simple way of taxing income. So we lower the rates for everybody. Everyone pays less. And uh, we just have one simple rate to file. Sounds great, right? It does sound great. But here's the thing. What's the catch? And I, my, my guess is the catch is going to be Democrats are going to be opposed to this. Why? Class warfare. Class warfare is always, right? Yeah. So this is, I don't, there isn't really a real catch. But there is a fake catch, and you're going to hear a lot about it in the media. You're going to hear a lot about it from Democrat politicians like Tony Evers. What they like to do is bang on the drum of class warfare to try to divide us as a people, as they often do, unfortunately, at a time when we should be coming together around good ideas like this to help everyone. So this proposal, over the next four years, it would start with a big tax cut for everyone in Wisconsin. Everyone's taxes go down. Then over the next four years, it would slowly lower and condense our progressive brackets into one at 3.25% of our income. That would represent over, uh, by the end of the end of the phase-in period, about a $5 billion a year tax cut, or a biennium tax cut. It's a huge tax cut. 
Um, but but if you look at the details of this, what you'll, you'll hear from, from Governor Evers is that this is just really just going to help the, the billionaires, the millionaires, the, the wealthy class. And that's not true for a couple of reasons. Number one, as I said, this cuts taxes even on the lowest earners in the state. Number two, the median, the median of filers who would benefit from this flat tax proposal is people making $60,000 to $70,000 a year. So if you're making sixty dollars to $70,000 a year under this proposal, you'll get a $700 a year tax cut. It's pretty substantial. And so I don't think those people are millionaires and billionaires, but that's what you're going to hear from Democrats in the media. And the most important thing about this to consider, the people that are paying the highest income taxes in Wisconsin today under our current progressive system, Evers will tell you, oh, a bunch of millionaires. It's nonsense. By and large, they're mom and pop small businesses, Main Street businesses who file not as a corporate entity, but as an S-corp or an LLC or a pass-through entity. They're filing their business taxes at, under our individual income tax system. And so they're paying this extremely high income tax that we have in Wisconsin. And so this, is, this proposal, if it were to go through, is incredibly pro-growth because it's going to put a lot of money in the pockets of not only everyone in Wisconsin, but especially help mom-and-pop small businesses who are still struggling coming out of COVID and all the lockdowns and everything else. So what do you think? What are our chances of, it ac- of actually seeing uh, Evers sign this into law? With this governor, it is tough, right? I'm not going to sugarcoat this. He has already come out and said, I'm not real excited about this proposal. Um, he wants to, con- you know, he wants a much, much, much smaller tax cut. And he's, of course, pushing huge new spending everywhere you can think about. He wants to grow government, grow spending. And as you know, Meg, down the road, that just sets us up for bigger tax hikes in the future. And so we really don't want to see that happen. Um, That said, I'm encouraged to see a number of legislators taking this seriously. As I said, it's the Senate Majority Leader who wrote this bill. We've seen uh, positive comments already from Speaker Voss in favor of this, uh, this concept. Um, and that's really encouraging. It's what I hope to see and what we at Americans for Prosperity are, are really pushing legislators to do right now on taxes and everything else. We have divided government. And so everything at the moment is about how you posture in Madison. Do you put, are you setting yourself up in a position of strength to negotiate? Because at some point, the two sides have to come together and they have to govern. They're going to have to pass the state budget. And I think it's, it's moves like this where we see our elected representatives in Madison going bold, thinking big, and sh- you know, shooting for the moon. That's the right approach right now to take. Um, lay it out. Make your case to the public. These are ideas that should be popular. And it's going to position you uh, to be in a much firmer and stronger place with Evers. Um, and, and, then, and that's important. Uh, you know, we don't want to see legislators saying, ah, oh, we lost the governor's race. Let's give up. No, not at all. That's not where we need to be right now. We need to be pushing big, bold, popular ideas that have broad support. Uh, and then at the end of the day, when we negotiate with Governor Evers, we're going to be in a great position to, to get some meaningful wins that help grow our state and make Wisconsin a better place. Do we have any allies in the Evers administration or even in the legislature on the Democrat side that might that might see the light on this? I don't. I can't think of any within right. the Evers administration. It's a very progressive administration. And within the legislature... Um, you, we, I think we've probably talked about this before, Meg. There was really a progressive purge that took place within the Democrat caucuses about eight or 10 years ago, where there had previously historically been a lot of very moderate Democrats in Wisconsin. You had a lot of pro-life Democrats. You'd have uh, Democrats who supported the Second Amendment. You'd have Democrats who were fiscally moderate. 
they have by and large been purged. And what you have now are you have little actual open socialists, you have very left wing Democrats, um, and you have a lot of very left wing progressives. And so it, it's, it makes it really tough for the Republicans, moderate or conservative, to find allies and, and partners to work with on a lot of topics. That said, there's still, you know, there's always opportunities to collaborate on a lot of things, but something big and bold like this, it gets really tough to find um, bipartisan support. And that's why I, I, my point about negotiating from strength is so critical. You know, it, you have to you have to shoot for a big goal and and hold firm. Um, this is this is not a sprint. Uh, in Wisconsin, we have a state budget process that takes over six months, often longer. And so you have to be prepared to, to slog it out for a long time in the press, with the public, build support for your ideas, articulate them well. Um, and at the end of the day, then you're in a stronger position to, to get the best possible deal uh, with the governor. So I really appreciate your optimism, honestly, because, I mean, I think of myself as an optimistic person, too, and hope for the best. I, I think what we can accomplish, and, and I mean, you can you can add to this, but what we can accomplish in this session, if nothing else, is to make the citizens of Wisconsin aware of what what Republicans, what conservatives want to achieve and, and what they are doing on behalf of the citizens, the taxpayers, business owners, everyone here in the state of Wisconsin. Would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, the pace of the state budget process here gives us that opportunity so people can learn, they can get involved. Um, and, and, and this, this you know, right now, legislative session kicked off two weeks ago. This is the beginning of everything. It's a great time for your listeners to reach out to their legislators. You've got a, a, a brand new conservative state senator in your area, Corey Tomchek. Um, I think he's going to be off to he's off to a great start. I think he's going to do great things. But it'd be terrific if people give him a call and say, "You know what? We heard about this flat tax idea on Meg's show. Hope you support it. it. Sounds like a good idea, because that's you know that's what that's what makes a difference right now, and it's going to give people." the confidence to stand up to Governor Evers and hold the line when he's pushing really hard for big spending increases and, in, in, you know, government-run health care and everything else that he's after. It's, I mean, it's a great, it's a great, really easy point to make because I think there are a lot of people that just make the assumption that, oh, well, he's a Republican or, uh, you know, he, he just recently campaigned on this. He knows, he knows what I believe or he knows what I think. No, it's, it, it really truly is the most important thing for uh, constituents, and, and I would say not just of Senator Tomchek, but throughout the, throughout the state or throughout our listening area, to contact, reach out to your state representative or your state senator and make sure that they, they know where you stand on flat tax and that you support it. And I, I mean, I think that that's critical to getting the message across and, and really, I, I think, emboldening and, and perhaps encouraging our our legislators to actually really go for it like you said absolutely don't i think it's really easy in this world to become cynical um i'd say it's healthier to be skeptical of our government but try not to become cynical because i can tell you i worked for 10 years in the state legislature as a staffer constituent correspondence matters and matters a heck of a lot if you reach out and you make your voice heard you figure there's 10 20 30 other people doing it that's going to get to that state senator. That's going to get to that state representative. It's going to impact what they think and what they do on an issue. 
Um, and so don't take it for granted and try not to fall into the, the cynical trap, as, as tough as that is with the, the toxicity of our political discourse today. It does matter. Reach out, communicate, and let, you, let your voice be heard. It's going to make a difference. Well, and I mean, our opponents on the left are really good at that. And so we need to match it, if not beat, how they are making their voices heard. Because A hundred percent, Meg. Think about all the constituencies who don't want a tax cut. You know, the various public sector unions, they want more spending. They want more cash. You know, all the folks who want government-run health care, they want your money. <laughs> they want to spend it. Evers has come up with a litany of areas where he wants to grow government and make government interfere in your lives more and more and more. And all those people have lobbyists and all those people send emails and make phone calls because they're incentivized to do so. The taxpayer, you've got yourself. And you got a few groups, maybe like Americans for Prosperity, who are trying to do right by you. That's all. So you make your voice heard. You're up against an army, but your voice matters. Well, I'm grateful for organizations like Americans for Prosperity because you're bringing this to the forefront. And I know that your small army, your, or maybe it's a large army, uh, your team of uh, activists are making our not only our legislators aware of where we all stand, but also making everyday average ordinary citizens aware of how they need to be engaged and involved. I say that all the time on this program, and we all have to play our part, and it's not just well, voting on election day, that doesn't that doesn't cut it, and it's not just uh, complaining about it. We have to actually put our voices into action. Oh, absolutely. And it, I'll tell you, it's so exciting if you're in the Capitol talking to legislators and in some resistance on an issue, and all of a sudden sometimes you can feel it break, and you go and find out, oh, it's because talk radio started talking about it. Constituents were listening. They reached out. They talked to the legislators. All of a sudden, people... You know, people did the right thing. So I've seen it happen. I've felt it happen. Um, appreciate what you do to help educate the public and, and, you know, on topics like the flat tax. This is a huge opportunity for Wisconsin to grow our economy, to make ourselves, frankly, more attractive to young people, to workers. I mean, I think we all we all want to have an opportunity for our children and grandchildren to stay in Wisconsin and go and thrive. And right now that can be challenging in a lot of parts of our state. And this is one proposal that's going to make that a heck of a lot easier. So where can our listeners learn? I, I was just actually trying to type it in as you were talking. It's afp-wi.com, or is there a better, better URL? I think the easiest thing is go to go to americansforprosperity.org and then click on the Wisconsin sub-banner, and it'll take you to our state page, and you can see our, our statements and, and information about the flat tax uh, and go from there. Well, and I think it, it will help people, too. If you go out to Americans for Prosperity website, you can actually get some, I don't know, some verbiage about how what you want to put in uh, your email. Or you can just say, I support the flat tax. I encourage you and I implore you to do the same to whomever the legislator is that you're contacting. And it could be as simple as that. But what, having worked in the Capitol, what, do you, what would you say is most effective, the phone calls or emails? Um, well, I, I don't know if this is still the case, but in the ye olden times when I was there, you know, a handwritten note was the most impactful because the, wow. even, even 10, 15 years ago, they were becoming rare. And so they were taken seriously. Beyond that, I would say a phone call actually is very effective. Um, and a lot of representatives will call you back personally, um, you know, and so you can have, you can really have a nice uh, communication. If not, staff are terrific. They they really are the ones that make things work in the Capitol. And you'll, you know, you call state rep's office, you're probably, you know, you only have one or two people, so you're going to talk to you're going to talk to a decision maker. Um, so yeah, give them a call. 
rattle their cages. That's what I say. That's what they're down there for, and they're going to be down there this week. So, yeah, you can go out to obviously do a search on the Wisconsin legislature, and you can find your representative's phone number, or you can just call the main number, and they'll direct you to their office. But, again, if you want more information, as Eric said, on the flat tax and or on Americans for Prosperity, go out to americansforprosperity.org and then select the Wisconsin tab. Eric, anything else you want to add? No, I just appreciate appreciate everything you do for us, uh, Meg, and getting the word out on these good policies and holding uh, politicians accountable. Well, keep in touch. You're welcome anytime on the program. Thank you so much. Eric Bott, he's the state director for Americans for Prosperity here in Wisconsin. Have a great day, Eric. You too, Mike. Thank you. Thanks. We'll talk again soon. Got to go to a break, and then we'll roll right into the 830 News, followed by the second half of feedback. And your call, 715-845-2155. Good morning. Welcome to WSAU Feedback. I'm Meg Ellison. Rock and roll ain't noise pollution. Got to roll right to the 830 News, followed by the second half of feedback. Tune in right after the news on WSAU, 715-845-2155.